How's it going? And welcome back to Peso Profundo Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. I am Sam. And today, I think this is our first oops, adjust my microphone so you can hear me. Uh, this is our first like actual official episode with a topic of the year. Indeed it is. Yeah, last week we just kind of had like a year in review. It wasn't a whole year. It was like 6 months, but still. It was yeah. it was during the year and that's what counts. So, that's sort of like the last one was like season 2 episode 0.5. You know what I mean where it's like it's not actually a thing. But now this is this is it. We're in season 2. We're back. Season 2 baby. Let's do it. Uh, how are you feeling about it today? I'm feeling pretty good. A little eepy, but not too bad. How about you? I'm doing okay. My Tylenol is finally starting to kick in. So oh, hopefully by the end of this episode, I will be transcending fucking space and time like I'm Ugwe, like turning into cherry blossoms. I'm just like, oh, yes, <laughs> this is it. Nice. I love Kung Fu Panda. I don't think I've ever made that clear. I have. Um, Kung Fu Panda. I fucking love Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Who, who's your favorite of the Furious Five that is not Poe? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember any of them. Sam! It's, I haven't watched Kung goes, Fu Panda since like it came out. What about two or three? I don't remember. This podcast is now podcast just turned is into over. Me. We didn't make it to season two. <laughs> Talking about Jonathan talking about movies that he loves or movie references he and loves Sam's and like, me just being like, um, I've never seen that movie. Sorry. Ugh, it's okay. There's Master Tigress played by Angelina Jolie. There is Master Monkey played by Jackie Chan. There is Mantis played by Seth Rogen. There's Viper played by Lucy Liu. And goddamn, if I don't know who plays Crane, I'm sorry. I love your voice and your acting in the movie was great. I loved it. I'd say from that list, I'd probably like the Praying Mantis because Praying Mantises are the shit. Yeah, but like some people have a problem with him because it's played by Seth Rogen and he's always like, uh, 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 and then, you know, he it just his voice is like grating oh, to some people. Fair, yeah. 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 I like sense. him. I've. I I I I think he's good, and he just did uh, the new TMNT movie with uh, I think Ice Cube is in it. Um, ah, the four like like the four young kids playing the turtles. I think Jackie Chan mm-hmm. was Master Splinter. Oh, Jackie Chan. I'm telling. I don't know why these these are the things that are linked in my mind. I just I like Jackie Chan. Rush yeah. Hour is also great, but that's that's he's that's Jonathan's actor. movie corner. This is a little. This is my little commercial. This is this is a little sideshow. Love it. But yeah, exactly. I fucking love it too because I'm just talking things that I like. But that is not why we're here. And hopefully we didn't lose too many people because we're talking about stuff that is not in the episode title. (laughs) Um, So Sam, uh, what is the topic of the day? What is the topic of this episode? And who are we chatting about? We will be talking about Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding album from 2019. It's such a good album. Can we just talk about like the album art for a second? Like, I feel like that's something I'm... that we don't always give like appreciation to with some of like the things that we cover, and it's something that I'd I'd probably like to get into more now that we're in season two. We're getting better. It's funny that you mentioned that because 
I pulled up Spotify right before this vi- this episode because I tend to yeah. listen to it in the background to jog my memory. And I was just looking at the album cover again, and I'm like, I really like this album cover, like his silhouette, his stance that yeah. he's in. I love the dark colors that he uses, but like the varying tones of blue that just sort of like surround his being. It almost Super gives him like this aura. Cool. There's yeah. like a sword in the corner and then some like mm-hmm. skeletons in the other corner. It's just very, it's very lovely, even though it's like a bit dark, but it just, it looks really cool. See, honestly, I really, really like it because to me, it reminds me of sort of the old like uh, 70s and 80s uh, dark fantasy type style uh, book covers. You know what I mean? Where yes. it's like mm-hmm. you'll have... Um, you'll have like the old fantasy and they'll have like a little bit of a grainy sort of like grainy texture over them. So they're not like crystal and like, that's kind of like what's reflected in this. And especially it shows in the music video for circles, I think where he's like Mm -hmm. literally dressed up in like full, like knight armor where he like rescues the princess. So like he has a sword, there's like a dusty skeleton, like I super vibe with it. And I think that's something that I've always talked about. And actually it's funny is cause I'm looking at Spotify right now and you know, it has the, about the artist post Malone, um, 59. Oh, oh yeah. Like over 59 million monthly listeners on Spotify. And Damn. it has, yeah, exactly. Fucking post Malone is awesome. I, I also think he's just a really cool guy, which I'll, we'll get into, but like literally right next to his right eye, he has like a sword that goes from like, his temple to like maybe the corner of his mouth. So it's pretty big. It looks like a, it looks like a witcher sword, the way that the hilt kind of like points like towards the blade a little bit instead of being flat. I think that's really tight. Um, And I want to know like what it's for, but like, I feel like it's sort of like a, like a, like a theme that like he's, he's sort of going for, like, especially with circles being one of the singles and then the art, like, kind of being like grim dark fantasy in a way or that's at least the vibe that i'm getting super fucking tight mm. i love it yeah uh, no i agree it's it's just really i really like the colors that he uses like his top header on spotify with like him in the car with the cigarette in his hand that's sort of like mm-hmm. blue almost like twilight like blue is like really lovely yeah oh my god wait like twilight like the book in the movie like, you know how the movie, the first Twilight movie, has, like, a blue filter on it? Yeah, so it's, like, all super cold and everything like that. Yeah, I've seen Twilight. Yeah, it kind of feels yeah. like that, where it's, like, that sort of bluish haze almost over it. It just I gives really it, like, like it. Oh, I keep hitting my mic, I'm sorry. It ke- it just okay. gives it, like, a really, like, like dark, almost nostalgic kind of feel. <clears throat> That's, yeah, exactly. No, I totally, yeah. I totally agree. But, like, I also think that the blue, like, with him wearing, like, dark clothing, like, really highlights not only, like, his silhouette, but the parts of him that are, like, exposed, like, the ripples in the jacket and then, like, like the back yeah. of it, like, the side of his head and, like, his ear. I really like that. And it's just the way that he's framed, you know? I think that's, like, yeah, the really, way really cool. the way that he's framed, it looks like a, like a portrait of his silhouette that you would find in, like a like, a dark castle or something. Yeah, exactly. But also, I mean, it's a fact that we'll get into um, when we get to the fun facts, but Posty's into fantasy. Like, I know you are, dude. I know you play fucking Skyrim. Like, I'm right there with you, my man. <laughs> yeah. I know, I've, he's, talk, he's talked about it before. But yeah, like the album art, super choice. I'm, I'm very much into it. Agreed. Um, yes. So, like, let's, you know, w- once we 
we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into like future episodes and we'll we'll try to like hone in more on the album art because obviously they put a lot into it like one that i think that we'd be remiss not to mention from our previous episodes is the pink floyd um album that we did where it has like the mm. um what is it the prism where it like reflects like all the light and everything like that yeah like another one that's like standout is like seal where it's like his like silhouette like he's like facing the camera and he has his arms up like yeah those are just ones that stand out in my mind so billy's was really memorable as well considering the oh. contrast between happier than ever mm-hmm. and the giant tear that's streaming down her face on the album i cover. know well, and like how she's like super like done up in a very nostalgic style. Plus, she's gorgeous. So right. it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So post Malone, when was when was your first time like encountering him? Because I know at least for me, it was I just had you watch it before the episode started. It was that TikTok from like 2017 or 2018 where he's like fucking listening to where he's like singing to um, what is the song? Don't take me down. I love it. Uh, but it but... <laughs> Sorry. Like, take me to your best friend's house. I love you then and I love you now. Oh, yeah. So fun. And like, he just looks like he's having such a great time. Like, he's like playing like air bass. He's smiling. He just has, mm-hmm. and that's a, that's another credit to Post is that he has like such positive energy. Like he just radiates like this like warm, open vibe that I've always appreciated. He does. The mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I'm looking through the first time I heard of him. I want to say it was back in high school, so it would have been like 2015, 2016. I had a few friends that were like really into him. I think maybe like some of his, like one of his popular, popular, like older songs, like Congratulations mm. or something like that. I but love that I just, one. That's a good one. But I kind of just like, I don't really remember exactly when I started mm-hmm. like listening. I mean, I don't listen. I'm not a huge Post fan. I don't listen to him all the time. But like when I first started hearing his songs on the radio, probably it was like 2015, 2016. Yeah, I I I'd I'd say it's around that time because what's the oh god I think the two songs that really got me into him um, were I fall apart and then uh, congratulations I also wasn't he didn't he do a song called like Rockstar yeah yeah I think that, I think that was off of Beer Bongs and Bentleys mm-hmm. and then. Can't, uh, I just I from that album also Candy Paint. Candy Paint is so fucking awesome. But that's we're, we're talking about a different album. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like I like him. I personally like Post is up there like with with uh with Joji for me. Like I definitely listen to Joji more. But like I feel like for me when I know that an artist is like cool or nice, it like pushes me to listen to them more you know what i mean mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like that's the, that's literally the entire reason why i started listening to jimmy buffett because i am not a country fan nor have i ever been a country fan but he's mm-hmm. like in that like subgenre where it's like island music and that's kind of country but i heard him yeah. on the podcast my brother my brother and me with the mcelroy boys and boys, they're like adult men. They're the McElroy boys, though. <laughs> um, and he did it, and they did an interview with him. And he was such, he had such like 
a sunny disposition that it like drew me into him and I started listening to him way more. Same thing for Joji. Like I thought I thought that he was nice. And then for Post Malone, like there was a there's a video that I'm gonna link in uh on our website basoprofundopodcast.com when you go to the episodes link you'll find uh, this episode in particular and we put all of our links for like pretty much everything down at the bottom and there's it's by sunny v2 and sunny v2 does uh like commentary about like things that happen on the internet like pop culture shit and stuff like that and he does one about uh charlemagne charlemagne the god not the fucking mm. french king <laughs> but yeah the, the guy charlemagne the god uh and and post malone and like the feud that they had it's like it's more one-sided um because post malone is like very nice the entire time and so i strongly mm-hmm. recommend that if you like post malone in any capacity go check it out we're gonna link it so that you can find it or based off of that description alone sorry i'm very burpy um that you'll be able to find it so yeah like check it out but yeah i just think post malone's great yeah sorry i kind of went on a little i went down a little spiraling rabbit hole in my own brain and i tend to do that no that's okay i mean i agree i've heard nothing but well i mean i've heard some controversy surrounding post but mostly i've heard nothing but good things about him and he just seems like such a genuine person Right, exactly. And I think some of that is like reflected in some of the music that he puts out, especially in this album, like the title track, Hollywood's Bleeding. Like, I mean, we'll get into that, but it's like the themes that are like reflected in in it. Like, it's very telling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I agree. We'll we'll keep going. Um, but yeah, like super, super, super duper. Check that out. Um, and then also I'll, I, I'll link that TikTok that I'm talking about, too. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you have do you have anything else to just to say about Post Malone before we dive um, into his storied history? I mean, overall, I think he's extremely talented. But it's funny yeah. because I am personally not a big fan of his voice. I think he's a fantastic singer, but the vibrato yeah. that he uses is so interesting to me. Yeah, I like can't. It's, it's, I can't get into it all the way. No, that's fair. Like that. Like what? What would you say takes you out of it? Is it the fact that it is like something like so different or in a way like like not something that someone else does so it makes you like focus on it more and it sort of like takes you out of the vibe a little bit or like what do you what do you what do you think? I think for some reason I hyperfixate on the vibrato because it yeah. stands out to me so much of how different it is. And when I hyperfixate on it, I like can't listen to any other parts of the song except for that. Yeah, and, and you're very focused on the sound of songs first. Right, yeah. And I I don't know. I think he has some really catchy bangers, but there's like a few songs that I just like can't get into for whatever reason. I don't know if it's like the vocals or i mean i again i think he has a fantastic voice there's a few songs in here where he belts and it's just like he's like he's a singing god it's crazy but yeah like all of a sudden yeah yeah but there's just like this album is definitely not my favorite i think it's great i think it's a masterpiece but it's not something that i would like you know listen to over and over again fair like see for me i was like the total opposite (laughs) because like i literally like said um the uh, like okay you know to each their own you like music certain artists more than i do and like various versa that's Mm -hmm. just that's just our thing and that's something that in our show we want to like reflect 
and sort of like drive into our community is that like you can like whatever you feel like like exactly. just because and and that's and that it's just because you think something is like different and some people are like oh you like this artist they're so fucking lame no dude like it's just that's your taste it, it doesn't it's not your cup of tea i don't like coffee i like tea some people bleed caffeine and i'm like all right man i'm not gonna shit on you just because like your like blood is brown with espresso like whatever it doesn't matter and that's the same thing for music like yeah it, you like what you like and we're not going to disparage you for it and we hope that if you listen to our show you know do that shit because i come for you and i won't yeah. do anything but I'll have some choice words to say. And please don't be mean to me. I will cry. I love how that just descended. <laughs> yeah, music is yeah. supposed to be diverse and it's supposed to be for everybody. And that I feel like that's the wonderful thing about music is that it's so different and so unique to each person that like it's going to yeah. feel different and have different meanings to everybody. So like exactly. what you like and don't listen exactly. to the haters unless they're a terrible person. Then yeah, maybe yeah. If don't they're, if listen to If they're a bad person, you make them listen to this part of the episode and because I say fuck them. That's what I say. I don't give yeah. a shit. I don't oh, care. Oh, sorry. I meant is, if the artist is a bad person, then don't listen to their oh, music. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant if people are shitting on your music taste. Oh, well, that too. If people are shitting on their- Give them the double bird from me. But if the artist is a terrible person, like- If the artist is a bad person, <laughs> then probably don't. I don't know. I, I, that's Ball's in your court. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but like- Yeah, you know, to each their own, but that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's- oh, Now we got a little yeah. bit of a controversial. Let's, let's, step, let's step out of the brine pool that we're lowering <laughs> ourselves into. Um, okay, so we're going to- okay. But yeah, th this album is like- is is it's a fucking beast and there's bangers all the way down and i'm gonna have some shit to say about it because i like it um but before we get into the topic at hand uh of the album hollywood's bleeding we have to get into the background of the artist first of all uh and tell you stuff about post and what he's like and stuff like that you know what i mean so uh where did he come from from a Texas, I guess. His, uh, mother. his full name. Oh, that's not his what you mama. Meant. No, that's no. <laughs> I, I was kind. Of, I was kind of dancing around it. So I'm glad you said it. Um, but his full name <laughs> is Austin Richard Post. Austin. Ooh, I didn't Ooh. know. He doesn't look. He doesn't really look like an Austin. Obviously, no. he looks like a Post. Whatever. I do but, agree. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's six two. Mm. We're we're not that. Sam, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm five four. You're five four, really? Yeah. You're taller. No. Okay. Like, I'm I'm five six, so I know that like it, I have to I have to turn sideways through doorways. I have to duck under fucking banisters when I come into people's houses. I am a massive unit. Uh, no, I'm not. I am living in a little hobbit hole in the ground eating pie. It's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> But yeah, so Posty is, he's 6'2". Uh, he's born on the 4th of July in 1995 in Syracuse, New York. But he moved to Texas uh, at nine after his dad became the manager of the concessions for the Dallas Cowboys, which I think is really cool. Mm. Like big man's up in the office, like managing like where everything is going. That shit's hard. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, he chose his stage name pretty early in his teenage years. Uh, and I'm that the Malone part of his name is completely made up. It's from like an online name generator. Oh. Which, yeah, I totally, I totally respect. I do that shit when I try to come up with like names for characters when I play D&D or like town names. I'm like, oh, who's or else it'll get crazy. We'll be like, oh, who's this person? Uh, this is Brimblor, the uh, the gnome. He has a silly <laughs> name. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But yeah, Post Malone, that's solid. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. He was raised with his dad uh, and his stepmom, uh, you know, his, his, his father, Richard, and his stepmom, Jody. Uh, his dad used to be a DJ when he was younger, and he introduced Posty to a bunch of different genres of music, including hip-hop, country, classic rock, metal, and stuff like that. Um, but at 16, uh, using Audacity, which is like the audio editor that we tried to use at one point, but it just didn't fucking work. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't... I pre- that's it was mostly me i don't like audacity that's one thing if you want to use GarageBand, that's it's tangent but whatever um he created his first mixtape uh young and after them riches so i mean i think that's pretty apt like from what he turned into he was young and he was after them riches and then he got them riches Hell yeah, he did. Yeah. So he began his musical career in 2011, gained recognition with his 2015 debut single, White Eversion, which peaked at number 14 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Iverson. (laughs) I'm going to pretend I didn't say Iverson. No, we're leaving it in. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's me not being able to read. That's Sam's uh, dyslexic corner. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's okay. We can take it out if you want to. No, it's okay. (laughs) Um, okay, so keep going. Sorry. So he signed a recording contract with Republic Records to release his debut album, Stony, in 2016, which contained the Diamond certified single, Congratulations, as we talked about, featuring Quavo, and peaked at number four on the Billboard 200. And then I'm saying congratulations. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's had oh, a man. number, we'll talk about it, but he's had a number of awards and, um, you know, tracks on up on up high up on the charts, so... Yeah, that's my section. We're going to get to that. But yeah. see, but first of all, we are out of his background. However brief it was, we try to keep it short and sweet this time because we've got a lot to say about Posty because there's a lot more content coming and he ha- and he has a lot to say about the tracks of his own album because um, he did an inter- interview with Spotify. So there's that. But let's talk about some fun facts. Let's talk about some cool shit about Post. Yeah. So first fun fact, he learned how to play guitar from Guitar Hero. He claims to be, quote, mm-hmm. five star everything on expert mode on Guitar Hero 3. Just so cool. Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock. That's a great one. My favorite mm. version of Guitar Hero. But five star everything, like that's where you play like so good hitting like every all of the notes. I think that's when Orange kicks in. But yep. like fucking five stars, that's hard. That's hard. Yep. He's good. Oh um, yeah. One of my one of my facts that I thought was really cool is that Post Malone fucking loves Magic the Gathering and big respect because you have to not only do you have to have money to like get super into Magic the Gathering like buying cards and like building your deck but like you have to be dedicated enough to build your deck like to put in the work to mm. like Decide like what color, what colors you're mixing. I know this sounds like gibberish to some people. I don't play Magic. I just watch other people play it and I appreciate it because I used to play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and Digimon cards. 
Mm. Um, Didn't yeah, he pay like a million night. dollars for a card? Yes. Yes, he did. Um, let's see. Uh, how much did Post Malone pay for it? Because he has um, he 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 paid for the the one ring card. And so basically, uh, Magic the Gathering has partnerships and like uh, collaborations that they do with like other industries. Like they did one for Dungeons and Dragons, like which I think is really cool. And I'd love to collect the cards um, for like the commanders and whatever. Mm-hmm. But they collaborated with Lord of the Rings. And some of the commander cards work when you have this, the, the one ring card and the one ring does certain things. So they have a generic version that you can just find sometimes in decks, but then they also put in a version of the card that is one, one. And what that means is that there is one copy of this card in existence. There is only one, there's ever only ever going to be one. And it was like holographic. It, ha- it the, the text of it is written in Elvish. And mm. I've nerded the fuck out for it because like people put bounties out on this thing. Like companies were wanting to buy it. And the dude, I watched the TikTok of the dude like opening it and how his hand was like shaking. Like when he opened it because of how valuable it was. Post Malone bought it for like two and a half million dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. They like took a picture together and like, I just think that's insane. Like he also, I'm pretty sure, uh, bought a Black Lotus card and the Black Lotus is one of the game's like rarest cards in the world. Like it's banned from tournaments, uh, it, but it was signed by the artist of the card, uh, a guy named Chris, uh, what is it? Chris Rush. And, you know, obviously that makes it more valuable because it's like this like banned rare card signed by the artist. Right. Eight hundred thousand dollars that Posty bought it for. Holy crap! Oh, he, to he be got rich. Money, money. He got yeah. play money. Like whatever the fuck you want to do, money. Yeah. So, but he, but now he has the the record for most expensive card like ever purchased. Like you know him and the dude with the one ring. Like that's absolutely insane. Damn. Um, and I'm glad he and I'm glad he has it because I knows that and I know that he's gonna appreciate it. You know what I mean? Right. He's not just yeah, going to be like hounding it because it's worth two and a half million dollars. Like he'll actually, yeah. Yeah. Like, and he'll probably, I hope he is like framed on a wall or something like that. Like fucking signed by Peter Jackson. That would be crazy. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be crazy. But like, I know that there are some people out there when it comes to like rare things that like, I imagine someone would like get the card and then crush it. Like, oh my God, that would break my heart. Oh yeah. Yeah. Little Jonathan, it's just, it's just cardboard and plastic. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. Don't yeah, but that's squeeze the, point. the card. No, don't bend no. it. It will depreciate in value and then you can't get it graded. Yeah. Sorry. I sound like comic, I, I sound like comic book guy from the Simpsons. Don't bend the card or else it'll depreciate in value. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, More facts about Post Malone. More facts about Post Malone. He used to be a wedding DJ. So cool. You know he played all the jams. One of my friends from the post office worked as or works as a a DJ, as a wedding DJ. So very respectable career. It's pretty demanding. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it takes up a lot of, chews up a lot of weekends. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you to uh, wedding DJs. For doing what you do. Yeah. He also has over 70 tattoos. And there's a picture yeah. of him on Instagram shirtless. And I think we should link that too. 
Yeah, we're going to link it on uh, BasoProfundoPodcast.com under this episode page. Ooh. But it's basically like the the picture is him shirtless and it's he is completely covered. It, like His literally entire torso head to torso is just inked up not even head to torso his head too like the top of his the top of his head where his hair is also is tattooed yeah he has face and head tattoos and it's just i mean it looks beautiful like it's it's like a mural it's like a work of art on his body i mean i am biased because i have four tattoos so i love them a lot but i, I think know. i think it looks beautiful you oh like, would God. you ever get a I tattoo? Get tattoos. Yes, of course I fucking would. I just oh can't afford it. Like, like I want to get tattoos of just stuff that I like. Um, I want to get a D and D tattoo. I want to get something for like <gasps> a game should. or whatever. Yeah, like I, mm-hmm. I, and plus, like I want them to like look nice, you know? Because like, mm-hmm. look at the one that he has in particular, like the one on his stomach, like right on his belly, and then also the one that's up on his left pectoral. Like, I think, like, from, like, there up, I think is awesome. Yeah. Like, so oh, spooky. I don't know. It just draws me in, man. And I think mm-hmm. it's so cool. So, like, the shading is beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoever his artist is, like, where are you? And how much do you eat? Probably out of my price range. I don't even know why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah can't afford it. Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Um, what are your tattoos, by the way? Just for for reference. I have one on my shoulder. It's the first one I ever got. It is just um, a black outline of the sun from Tangled. The sun uh, that represents Corona. And then I have a bouquet of sunflowers on my arm. Mm -hmm. I have a heart that's on fire on my left arm. You do? Oh, Uh shit. It's very small. I just got it this past year. And then literally like two weeks ago, I got a fairy on my bicep. You got a fairy? I got a fairy. Yeah, she's really cute. I'm sensing a theme where it's like sunflowers and suns and fairies. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big nature girly. I'm a big earthy girly. So that's, oh, I, that's I just cute. love like... <laughs> I just love those kind of tattoos, you know? I know. Like, the next one I want to get is, like, Frog and Toad. and Frog and Toad? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so getting a Frog and Toad tattoo. <laughs> like, what would you get? Would you get them, like, on bikes? Like, the, like, the one of them on the bike? Like, maybe, like, right, like if you, like, open your arm, like, your little wing, like, they're, like, riding down your arm. Is that a good oh, one? Oh, stop. That's so good. I'm so doing that. And just open my arm. And it's just okay. Okay. Yeah, they're just there. Ah, see, that's that. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, but like to have tattoos on the same quality as posts, I think that's nuts. And it's yeah. so cool. I I want to get some at some point. I'd even get my – I think I promised um, I promised some of my friends because we were – I was over um, my friend's house and she was like, oh, my God, I want to get – my belly button pierced and you know it was like oh my god i want to get it too and so i was like hey if you guys get your belly buttons pierced i'll get my ears pierced and they were like what so yeah yeah i might get my ears pierced who knows so you know but i that one i'm not gonna go super far with they're like oh you should get like an eyebrow piercing or whatever and i'm like ah ears are (laughs) even ears are I'm, i'm good now that's cool though. I yeah. can see you with earrings. Thank you. I want to get at least. I think it's on my left ear. If you've ever seen One Piece, uh, Zoro's earrings. 
they make them as like one unit. I just think it's cool. But yeah. Oh, um, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's the next little fun fact about Posty? Next, he has his own brand of whiskey, which is called Maison Number 9. Maison. Is it Mason or Maison? I like Maison because it sounds uh, fancy. It, the French way, I believe, is Maison. Maison. Ha, ha, ha. Je suis croissant. Je suis, je I'm sorry. suis croissant. <laughs> I'm sorry, French listeners. I, th- I think it was, oh, God, I don't remember what movie it was from. Where, like, where they go, je suis croissant. And then they go, that means I am croissant. And that is what I am. I am, I am, I am the bread man. French listeners, um, you can blame me. I am French. I am half French, so I'm French Canadian, so I don't count. You can spit on me if you want. But don't, I'm also that's French gross. Canadian, just, but I know somewhere back along the line is they came from France. So I know, yeah, at some point, but they'd be like, "No, you're not French." I'm doing yeah. the accent again. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Sam, don't. Sorry. Ah. Okay, next next fact. Jesus, he appeared at the end of a video because I because I talk about you know YouTube sometimes. Like I, I watched uh, Filthy Frank and uh, iDubs, and uh, iDubs used to do a series called Content Cop, and he did one about rice gum. And you know, if you're in that world, then you know who I'm talking about, and you probably rolled your eyes. I can hear it. Um, but he appeared at the end of an iDubs video uh, called Content Deputy, uh, which I believe, like I said, is it was about rice gum. I think it was like a follow up to his response. But yeah, all of a sudden, Posty just like, like uh, what was it? iDubs was like wandering out of a out of a hotel room, and he's like, "Officer, officer, help me!" Like it was kind of like a bit, and then like the cop like turns around, and it's Post Malone in a fucking like uh halloween like party city uh cop costume and he's like Mm-mm-mm. and then uh it's him and idubs dancing at the end but just like everyone was like bro how'd you get posted like how did you do that and i just think that's really funny <laughs> that's awesome I just, I just wanted to include that yeah the next one i added but I, but i would love you to read this because i just think it's so funny and i want to see your reaction to it so he has some of the funniest lines in his songs yeah some examples are Abs like Abercrombie and Fitch. I love that. Call her Shrek. She got a donkey. <laughs> she got a donkey. Are you serious? Are <laughs> you serious? I love paper like I'm Michael Scott. Are you? He's so funny. Like I say what you want about Post, but like in his songs, like that is so fucking. He's hilarious. Funny. Yeah. Call her, call her Shrek. She got a donkey. Had me laughing so hard, I almost threw up. <laughs> like that's just so good it's mm-hmm. so funny so yeah oh my, oh my god. god but like and i think that's i think those are the exact reasons why he won awards and i refuse to believe it's anything else Agreed. um but so <laughs> he won a bunch of awards uh like he won two amas in 2018 for beer bongs and bentley's uh and one in 2019 for Hol- uh Hol- hollywood is bleeding sorry oh holla <laughs> uh he has 11 built built fucking shit dude come on what is going up with me say the words this is we have a script we have an outline it's in front of me what's wrong oh my you god got i'm it. sorry Ooh. Ooh, i have to find my center Whew, mm. calm down stop being pissed it's fine i'm full of mashed potatoes and chicken Ooh. it's all right oh also what's your what's your beverage what is your, what is the thing that soothes you oh I have a raspberry rosé poppy. 
in here. What? Raspberry rose poppy? Ooh, turn it up for Hollywood's bleeding. Posty. Yeah, yeah. Got some good gut health going on. Apple cider vinegar soda. Love it. Off the charts. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you're healthier than I am. I'm drinking Arnold Palmer iced tea again because that's mm. my favorite, and I could, I could drink an entire gallon of it in a day. The only reason why I don't is because I would have to go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, fair. So he has he has eleven Billboard Music Awards, nominated for ten Grammys between 2019 and 2023, nine iHeartRadio Music Awards, and many other awards and nominations outside of the ones that I have already named. So there it is. I did it. I got through it. But that is not all. We have to talk about the release of the album, this album in particular. What happened? What was the reception like? What did people think and say? When did it even come out? Sam, tell us, when did it come out? So, Hollywood's Bleeding was released on September 6th of 2019. The album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, selling 489,000 album equivalent units in its first week. That's a lot. Hollywood's Bleeding would also go on to be nominated for Album of the Year at the 63rd Grammys, as we mentioned. Yes. And Danny Wright of NME gave the album a positive review, and he said, quote, he's able to skillfully cherry pick from different genres, but Post Malone is... The post everything star the kids have called for a musician made for the internet age, a goofball chameleon instinctively skilled at understanding the ways genres can merge together. These are albums made as playlists that skip seamlessly between styles. End quote. I totally agree. I think totally agree. The amount of genres uh, that you hear in this one album is like crazy. It's it's honestly staggering. And like, especially because he does spoiler alert. Um, he doesn't. He does a song with uh, Ozzy Osbourne, and it gets it gets a little bit gets a little bit rocky. Like it has a guitar solo, which I think is like really insane. But we're going to talk about that. Um, so to briefly go over the track titles before we delve into it, so that you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Um, in order, the songs go: Hollywood's Bleeding, Saint Tropez. Enemies, Allergic, A Thousand Bad Times, Circles, Die For Me, featuring uh, featuring Future and Halsey, On The Road, featuring Meek Mill and Lil Baby, Take What You Want, featuring Ozzy and Travis Scott, I'm Gonna Be, uh, Staring At The Sun, featuring, how do you pronounce her name? Is it Za? SZA. SZA. Okay, cool. Featuring SZA. Uh, Sunflower, which is the uh, like the the title song, um, basically like a theme of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. Uh, Internet, Goodbye, featuring Young Thug, Myself, I Know, and Wow. So those are the songs of this album. Uh, and Sam, which ones were your favorites? Because obviously, we have seen each other's favorites already that cannot be helped but i'm noticing some parallels yes my my top three my big three if you would say number one is circles me number too two is allergic me and too. three is staring at the sun uh my yeah my number one two and three was basically the same as you like i i had circles and allergic but for me it was sunflower instead of uh, staring at the sun mm. uh, i would say staring at the sun 
Um, what track is that? Staring at the Sun is number eleven. Eleven. Yeah, I think that one's. I think that one's my number four. Mm. No, 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 no. That one's. Mm, if I could, fucking my number. My number four would have to be. My number four would literally be like "Take What You Want" with Ozzy and Travis. Mm. Um, my number five is myself which i really liked mm. and then staring at the sun is my number six but we're only doing top three but mm. i just had to throw that in there because i'm very passionate about a lot of the songs on this album so that's just me you know super cool the first song off of this track because we're gonna go in order but then we're gonna or, or should we should we go in order should we so should we go over our favorites and then go through the um the rest of the album because we did something similar for taylor swift yeah we could do that episode two which was which was 26 episodes ago damn and i don't know why i'm referencing it now yeah we could do that why not okay all right so i mean that kind of that kind of you know tells us where to go right in the beginning which our number one is circles like right off of the bat, like let me get it on in the background. Like I, I just, uh, uh, just like right off the bat, I love the way it opens. Me too. Like with the guitar, and then right when like that beat drops, like the boom, boom, mm-hmm. I like that. So like it starts like kind of floaty and a little bit like trancy, but then it like the beat hits, and it's like even though it has like a little bit of a um like a dour message, like the sound of it is still very uplifting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, we're going to be talking about, we are, we've already been talking about circles. We kind of just stopped and deliberated about this little funny situation that we're having uh, with our audio, because there is a significant difference in our timing. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty silly. And, you know, just kind of clue you in sort of behind the scenes, like I'll, you know, the, like I'll say something and Sam will get it like five seconds after me. So we're going <laughs> to really try to trim this down in, in post. So it, it, it'll be fine. Right, Sam? It'll be fine. Yeah. If you hear us talking over each other, it's because we're not receiving That's the messages yeah. like five seconds later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's something that we're, we're figuring out just because for this episode, because our internet is going to be a little funny. But let us not put a dampen on what you have come to listen to. To so our number one, uh, circles like mm. it's awesome. Like we kind of we already talked about like the sort of like how it sounds and like it's like dour message like sort of um, not depressed. It's like <laughs> it's one of the depressing songs off of the album, you know. But like mm-hmm. it sounds the nicest. Like literally what the song is about is running in circles uh, in a relationship and failing to put an end to it. Thus you end up getting hurt in the process. Like, does that sound accurate? Yeah, no, definitely. There's a few lines that kind of show this, this aspect of running in circles in this relationship. Like, you thought that it was special, special, but it was just the sex, though, sex, though. Yeah. And it's just it, 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 like even the way that he portrays the lyrics in the song by like repeating the words, it just makes it feel like you're going around in a circle. 
Right, exactly. So what he said about this song was, um, it's a quote by him when he did his interview with Spotify. Uh, it's called Another Cool, Unique Vibe. I was super inspired working in Toronto with Frank Dukes while sitting down playing the instruments. Super sweet, uh, super Fleetwood Mac vibe. A lot of my music is being about a glutton for pain. And like, I, that's a theme that we're going to kind of come back to, uh, knowing that you're in a shitty situation, but you keep going back and that's, you know, running in circles. Like that's, that's literally like what it is feeding more off of, um, like what the song is like and, and how it feels. Um, uh, it's described as, uh, a down tempo soft rock song that draws from elements of pop rock. Uh, and consists of a bouncy, melancholy melody alongside a gentle acoustic groove. The chorus has been described as compulsory sing-along. Like, it's Circles is one of my favorite to sing along to. And, like, mm. I, you know, I, I remember we were at Mighty Joe before, and we were, like, sitting at one of, like, the picnic tables, I think, on the compound. And obviously, if you don't go to camp with us, you don't know what that means. Or maybe we described it in a previous episode. Maybe you do. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so and we were sitting at one of the picnic tables, and you had your ukulele bass, and I think Derek had a guitar, and then also our friend Andy had one. And we were doing that song. And I don't like singing in public, like you or just like in front of people but i like this one compelled me and it like literally Mm -hmm. it made me want to and it was like such a cool moment and it's like a memory that like i'll always have of like camp and like hanging out you know what i mean so it's like it's it's so pretty yeah i forgot about that i know i know it's it it was it was from that was from a couple of years ago i want to think that Mm. it was maybe 2019 2018 2019 probably no 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 because it was this was from 2019 so it had to have been around then when the song yeah yeah like when you know around the release because it was very very popular Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Billboard described it as being backed by sunny acoustic guitars, swirling percussion, and infectious melodies. And that while it has a funky feel, the meaning is a bit more somber, detailing a relationship gone cold. But yeah, you 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 had uh, a perfect description about it, um, which is like your first little quote about it. Where you're like, yeah, oh, it's about this song reminds me of summer. It's I'm not sure if it's that sort of like Fleetwood Mac vibe that he describes. It could be that, you know, combined with the acoustic guitar in the beginning or like the low key beats of it. But it just it gives me summer vibes. And I just really like it. Like this is I have like a a 16 hour summer playlist on Spotify. 16 hours. Yeah. Damn. That's like my that's like my um. What is it? Like my pop punk alternative playlist. Like yeah. I have one that's, prob- that's probably just as long. Yeah, this is the first song on that playlist. So it's definitely nostalgic for me. And um, and I really like it. I think he sounds really great on it. And it's just, even though it's sad, I like how like mellow it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not generally like a fan of his voice, as I mentioned. But I think this, the style of like the low beats suits his voice very well uh, i totally i totally agree because it allows him to sort of like stretch his voice and belt and like do all that and it, it's just it brings like out like the brightness and like roundness of like the quality of his voice which i really really enjoy and like especially like i describe it as like a very like bright 
like warm song. Like this song circles is like a, it feels like a sunset. Like if in, in like synesthesia terms, like it's warm and it's like orange and mm. yellow and, and red. Like that's what this song feels like. Like the sun yeah. is setting. From a production standpoint, too, I also really like the reverb that he used on the vocal tracks. Mm-hmm. It has this nice sort of echoey reverberation, I guess. Yeah. And it just, it enhances the vocals so much. Like, I think he already sounds really great on this. And that just extra reverb just adds so much, like, depth to the vocal tracks. Oh, yeah. No, I... I... I, I I totally agree. I, I I like I like the way that that sounds, and he sort of he sort of does like that sort of like vibrato that you that you talk about, where mm-hmm. like it has like that like the very unique, interesting quality. But yeah, like it, it, and it and it doesn't and it doesn't come around too much. But I just think that also like adds something like in tune with like what you were saying, like how it has like the reverb too. So like they sort of work hand in hand, and that I right. really really like. Yeah, one of my favorite on the album to sing. For sure, definitely. Me too. What are some What are some lyrics from it that like is really great? Like at least for me, because um, I, I I love to dig into the lyrics. So I think it's like in the chorus where he's like, "Maybe you don't understand what I'm going through. It's only me. What you got to lose? Make up your mind. Tell me what are you gonna do? It's only me. Let it go. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think where he's like. Because obviously they're both hurting. Like this relationship, like isn't good for them. Like, you know, he's like, maybe you don't understand. Like, maybe it's like good for you and it's not good for me. And he wants her to do it. Like, he wants her to break it off. He's like, it's only me. What do you have to lose? Where he's like, sort of. It sounds like he's sort of like devaluing himself. Where he's like, it's just me. This isn't working, anyways. Like, what are you sticking around for? Yeah, I always interpreted it as. Like some, he wants something, but she doesn't, and they're just going in circles. Like there's one line where he says, "Like I dare you to do something. I'm waiting on you again." Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I always just thought it was like they're going in circles because he's chasing after her, she's chasing after him, and it's just they're not communicating. Exactly. Or the communication is not working. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like there's a lyric um, later on where because he because he's basically saying he's waiting on her to do it and he doesn't want to take the blame for ending the relationship. Like he knows it has to end and it's not healthy, but he either doesn't want to end it because he wants it to work. Hence, they're running in circles. Um, or he wants her to end it and feel guilty. And, and like, and he doesn't have to feel as guilty because, oh, she was the one that broke it off, not me. Right. Or it's both, you know, like it could be, they could be working hand in hand. So it's yeah. like, like a multitude of things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You thought that it was special, but it was just the sex sex though. Like for me, it kind of, it, it, that read as like disingenuous. Like maybe he's, he's saying that to be like you, where you play it down a little bit. Like he was like, mm-hmm. oh, you thought it was special. It was just the sex and whatever, so that she like breaks it off, and he can be like, all right, you did it, right. And meanwhile, it actually hurts him. Yeah, yeah. That's it, it's such a great one. It's such a great song, and if you listen to it, you'll see why. Yep. But then it comes to our number two, Sam. What can you tell me about allergic? Allergic. Allergic. It has post says. Quote, this has such a unique, cool, doo-woppy vibe. 
and I don't think anyone has made something like this for a long time. Sat down with the team to get the production right and make everything fit really to the point where it was weird and crazy. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. So I really like the beat of this one. I do too. And I also really like how he sings it. Like the chorus is a bit more breathy than some of his other songs while and also of the rest of the song in general but he sounds great like i just think his vocals are awesome i mean he does have a fantastic belt as well which i'll mention in some of the other songs but i don't know i just love the way he sounds like a little bit breathy I also really like the intro, like you know what I mean, where it like mm-hmm. the way that it starts, like where he's like wasted on Sunday. I like I like that where it's just like the do 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 do, and then it like highlights and accentuates his voice. I really yeah. really like that. One of the moments that I also really enjoy is at like thirty seconds. Just the way that he, like again his vibrato, he goes, "I took your pills and your drugs," like um. Cause I can't feel you no more. Mm-hmm. And then r- immediately after that, where it like literally nothing, like it's him sort of singing in like this like falsetto, mm-hmm. uh, like with like with the bass. Like I love that. I love that. Like how he's high. Boy, I just fucking spit on my computer. Ew, that's disgusting. Uh, how he <laughs> goes high and the bass goes low. I yep. love the way that that sounds. Oh, like the bass and the claps. Dude, what the fuck? That's awesome. Yeah. It's great. I really like the uh, the harmonies in this song as well. Like, especially like in the in the chorus. I'm listening to it right now, so I'm like getting a little distracted. But and I love that like doo style that he About says. What time is that? Let's see. Like, yeah, like if you could put a timestamp on it just for the sake of our viewers. Uh, like one minute exactly. Oh, one minute exactly. Perfect. I like, like it. I really like it. Like the harmonies over his breathy vocals. I think it's really interesting that I put this particular note for this song, but, and I literally, I listened to them in order. And so... I said that this one feels like a relationship similar to Circles, uh, where they're in a relationship that doesn't really work, and it's mostly about sex, where he says, yeah, we fight and we fuck until we open the cuts. Uh, Gave in by Friday, went straight back to sideways. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, they're kind of going in a circle, like the lines, so sad but true, you're friends with all my demons, The the only one that sees them, too bad for you. Like, I, I just think that, like, this is another, I mean, you know, that's, it's kind of a common theme running through uh, some of Post songs, like these, like, unhealthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, he's, he's married now with a child. Like, did did right. you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I forgot that he had a kid, but I found out, like, pretty recently. Yeah, exactly. I, I found out because of this episode, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. I was just like, Really? Okay. And hmm. so I'm glad he's doing a lot better now, but it's like maybe he's drawing inspiration from just like being burned before, you know? Yeah. But so this just really evoked that for me personally, like allergic, like it, it, it is very doo-woppy. It's like very bass heavy. And the way that he belts, it is just so pretty. And I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy it. I do as well. 
why don't we end uh, this episode here and we'll make this part one talking about Post Malone Hollywood's bleeding so that, you know, we're talking about our numbers one and two. Those come together. Those are the ones where we stand united and stay in the same. But then also we can kind of split it up, you know, give it a little bit more palatable, bite-sized, one-hour episode for our listeners to enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah, sounds good to me. We'll cut this one off a little bit short. um, And hopefully you tune in next time because we're going to be talking about, like, the rest of the album. We've only covered two off of the 17 tracks. So we have 15 more tracks to do. Uh, Both of our number threes and then just the rest of the album. I I really love if you you came back and listened to us just because – I really love this episode. Uh, I really love Post and this album. And so there's a lot more in store for you. There's a lot more Beso Profundo to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, yeah. So I feel like uh, this is a pretty good place. So Sam, why don't you uh, tell our viewers where to find us? And why don't you do them all since we are having a pretty weird audio issue just so we're not doing a back and forth that takes literal years to complete and years off of our lives yeah in post. <laughs> very true so you can find us on instagram at baso profundo podcast you can also yep. find us on twitter or x at baso profundo underscore and you can check us out on our website at baso profundo podcast.com yeah, check us out from our check website. Out. I love it. Find Basil us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. Are we on Amazon? I, I, I guess we would have to be. But, oh, uh, maybe. Also, uh, I send an email to us that. at basoprofundopodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Tell us that you like us and that we're handsome and pretty and cool. Um, and uh, and yeah, that is going to be pretty much it for this episode. Oh yeah, and if you have episodes, fucking shit, that's so long. Uh, We're leaving that in because I want you, I want you guys to hear it and hope. And that's also kind of a reason why I'm like, why don't we chop this episode into two? Because maybe Mm. if we start another episode, it'll unfuck whatever podcast is doing to us and whatever. (laughs) Maybe reset our issues. Because I know that at least when I'm at my primary job, because, you know, Podcastle, Basic Profundo, I want you to be my main job. But mm-hmm. alas, I need money and I'm hungry. I'm a hungry growing boy. So mm-hmm. at my primary job, like when the register is acting all shitty and it's like running super slow, I like turn it off and I turn it back on again, which is what you should do to your devices if you're not doing it. I also be, used to be a small devices repair tech. And if you don't turn off your phone and give it a break, your computer, your devices, I, I'm going to have some choice words with you because you got to give your device a rest. You got to give it a break. Let it sleep. Yep. Let your device have REM. You know what I mean? Say Damn. Goodnight. So that's just, you know, a little bit of advice from me. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that is going to be it <laughs> from us, so everybody. Long. And we hope that I know. Fuck. So anyway, it's going to be it from us, you guys. And we hope that you have a good time. Tune into the next episode for Hollywood's Bleeding Part 2. I am Jonathan and that's Sam. I'm not waiting for her reply. Because it takes too goddamn long. And this is Basic <laughs> Profundo. We love you. Goodbye. I'm pissed. <laughs> I feel. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Stop recording.